Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Welcome to another message from the Upper Room on Wednesday. We're glad to be here tonight. I hope you are. Praise the Lord. You know, I, I, I look over in 2 Timothy when Paul told Timothy that in last days perilous times would come. And we certainly have those times today. But, you know, God wants us to uh, walk in victory. You know, and 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven has kind of been a theme for us. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Also in 2 Timothy or 2 Corinthians 2:14 it says now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. You know when we're in Christ we're we're uh, we can walk in victory. We can, doesn't mean we always do. But the last couple of weeks we've been talking about walking in love, about loving God. Uh, you know, you can't walk in love unless you really truly walk and and know God. It's really important, you know. Romans 8:28 says this we know that all things work together for good to those that what? That love God. You know, people say, well, I know God loves me. Some, some people don't know that. That's the problem with a lot of people. They don't know that God loves them. <laughs> you know, he, and they're confused. You know, there's a confusion going on and a deceiver brings those, that confusion. Thinks everything is, is because of what God does. You know, th- bad things happen. Well, that's God's trying to get your attention. No. It's the devil. You got to know there's a good God, bad devil. And that should be our, our theology. But for those who love God, all things work together for good to those that love God. That's a select group of people. And we're in that select group of people. But we have to love God, you know. It's important that God loves us because we couldn't love him unless he first loved us. But we have to know we can love God and should love God. Some people say, well, I love God but they don't do what he asked them to do. You know, that's, that's the problem. Uh, Jesus said this in John 15, 14 and verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's so important, so important. And it goes on to saying, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that you may abide with you forever. What's he gonna do? He sends the Holy Spirit to help you and help me to walk in love. That's love. You know, love, perfect love casts out fear. You know, we have a lot of fearful people today, but perfect love casts out fear. Why? Fear has torment. A lot of tormented people today. A lot of things going on. Every day in the news, there's something terrible that has happened in our nation, in our world. It's because there's evil. (laughs) Satan has not been chained up yet. It's, he's still in the world causing havoc, but thank God we can be uh, 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 the facilitators of love. You know, uh, in the old song, that some of you probably remember this, old enough to remember, uh, Dion Warwick sang that song, What the World Needs Now is Love. Well, we don't need the kind of love that Dion Warwick brings, but we do need the love of God, you know? And we as Christians should demonstrate that wherever we go. Now, in in that chapter 14 of John, it says, he who is, uh, in verse 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. You know, if you say you love God and don't want to do or are not obedient to what he says in his word, then do you really love him? 
I don't, I don't think so, according to what Jesus said. And he who loves me will be loved by what? My Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Amen. He doesn't manifest himself to everybody. You know, it's the people that love him, that follow after him, that keep his commandments. That's what we want to do. Isn't that true? It says manifest, uh, thus to appear, come to view, reveal, <laughs> exhibit, make visible, presence oneself to uh to sight of another in other words he's going to make himself known to you when you love him now it goes on to say judas not iscariot said to him lord how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world and jesus answered and said if anyone loves me he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him hallelujah but see there's there's a, a uh, instruction here. There's a criteria here that you have to follow. And that is you have to keep his word. This is so important. If you say you love God and don't keep his word, do you really love him? No. He who does not love me does not love keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. So in other words, we have to know and love God. You know, the, 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 the commandment he's told us, and we've quoted that here many times, uh, you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and your neighbor as yourself. There's right there, we love God, and he gives us the ability in the Holy Spirit to love others and love ourselves and walk in love. This is the third part of that tonight. I want, you know, because it's so important that we know that uh, who, not only that God loves us, but we love him and we follow his commandments. Now, I've, I've been using uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 13 for it's vitally important uh, in this day and this hour. That, that it's that what we call the love chapter and the greatest gift, it's titled the greatest gift. What is that? That's love. Well, Paul's talking there again about all these gifts and talents and abilities that, that God gives us, the nine gifts of the Spirit and all that. He says, if you do all these things but don't have love, it doesn't mean anything. And I'll read this chapter again, and we'll go on to, with some more of these uh, verses about uh, love. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not love, I become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and do not have love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned but do not have love, it profits me nothing. <laughs> now listen, you could have all those things going for you, and if you don't do it with an act of love and the love of God, then it means nothing. It really does. And we're going to be judged for that. What is our motive? Why are we doing things? What? Listen, love, <laughs> love covers a multitude of sins. It tells us that. Love doesn't uh, hold things against others. You know, uh, we have a, uh, over the years counseled with people and, and couples many times and, and they say they love each other, but they can't get along. Why is that? Do they really love each other? You know, the Bible tells us to love our wives, men, uh, like Christ loved the church, you know, and gave his life for it. And, and wives, uh, you know, uh, love your husbands, be subjective and, and submitted to your husbands. Well, that's a true love. And that's what 
God wants us to do. And he tells us in his scripture here, love suffers long and is kind. And love does not envy, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not uh, seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Now I'm going to go back and go over some of this in a minute. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. God is love, right? And we're made in the likeness and image of him. And he's given us the ability by the Holy Spirit. The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. But he's given us the ability through the helper, the Holy Spirit, to walk in love which is so vital today, so vital. It's so easy to get off track uh, and over in the, what I would call the ditch, the, the spiritual ditch, that, but the Holy Spirit can help us stay on track and walk in victory. And that's what he's wanting us to do. But whether there be prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. That's childish things. You know, I'll love you if you love me. If you give me something, if you, I'll, I'll be uh, happy and, and joyous. No, you begin to love people unconditionally. It, you know, you don't necessarily love what they do. God doesn't love it when we sin, when we go a different way, uh, uh, don't go his way, but he still loves us, amen? For now we see in a mirror dimly, and, and but then face to face, now I know in part, but I shall know just as I am known. And now abides faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Now, where I'll start along down here uh, in verse seven, love, because we, we talked about the others up until verse 7 last week. But love seeks not her own, is not selfish, does not in, uh, insist upon its own rights. Love is not focused upon one who is, who is, nor upon one who has done what has been done. Love seeks to serve, to have others, uh, not to have others serving him or oneself. How many of you think of... <laughs> Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and him only will you serve. <laughs> You're going to serve who you love. That's the bottom line. You know, uh, we've had people in this congregation that's had spouses pass away, and they've, they've been caregivers for a long time, and, and, and that's love. When you serve somebody else and, you know, don't look for anything in return, you're giving up oneself. And it goes on to say, love is acknowledging others, not insisting that others acknowledge oneself. It is giving to others, not insisting that others give to oneself. In other words, you'll give without asking for some sort of return. Now, we know God re rewards faithfulness. He rewards uh, those things that are done in his name. He says in, in Colossians, he says, do all you do is unto the Lord, for he is the one that rewards and repays. Amen? Amen. So you do things, you give things, you do things because you love God and then you love people. But in this case, it says, uh, let no man seek his own, that's 1 Corinthians, but every man another man's welfare. 1 Corinthians 10, 24. So now, verse number eight, love, love is not easily provoked, not easily angered. 
not easy, uh, ready to take offense, nor quick-tempered, not touchy. You know, sometimes I have to admit, I'll be honest with you, I get a little touchy sometimes. Usually that's when I get my mind off the things of God, when I get inundated with the problems of the world or the pressures that's in my own life and the stress. You know, stress comes to us all. It's how we deal with it is whether we're going to, uh, how we're going to act. And so it's important uh, that we, and provoked, love is not easily provoked. You know, that's what the devil likes to do is provoke us. You ever talk, hear about somebody saying, I was provoked into doing something? Well, the, the fact of the matter is the enemy will try to provoke us into being in conflict and to being offend, offended at others. And offense will, I've said this before, I've heard others say, I heard Brother Copeland say this one time, I'm not going to let offense steal the anointing in my life. And, and, and really gets you off course of what God wants you to do in your life. He can do that. You know, people go from church to church sometimes because they get offended at somebody or something is said or some, you know, rather than ha hanging in there, standing in there and say, no, I'm not letting this offense come to me in Jesus' name. Now it goes on to say, is not uh, quick-tempered. Boy, I tell you what, I used to get mad just like that. They always say, well, it's redheads. No, it's, 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 it's your emotional uh, uh, setup. And, and I would be just like that. You got, if you want to walk in peace and, and have the joy of the Lord, you've got to learn not to be quick-tempered. And it uh, goes on to say, not touchy. Now, I just submitted to myself, to you, that sometimes I've gotten that. Not easily aroused to anger does not become exasperated. Wow. Love controls the emotions and never becomes angry without a cause. Is there not a cause, you know? Well, you don't get angry without a cause. Amen? And then you don't stay angry. Over in verse uh, Proverbs 16.32, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that rules his spirit than he that takes a city. Wow. You ever think of that? Well, you rule your emotions, you rule your heart, you rule uh, yourself, your spirit, and, and, and don't allow yourself to go there. Because I'll tell you what, this is what causes today in the world how quickly road rage or fights can break out or killings can uh, happen because if somebody is mad and angry, just over touchy or something, it doesn't really mean much. Amen? But that's, uh, it says... In uh, Ecclesiastes 7, 9, Be not hasty in the spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Oh, wow. Anger can rest in your bosom, in your side, inside you. So we don't want to do that. Now, in verse 9, it goes on to say, Love does not think evil, does not consider the wrong suffered, is not resentful, does not hold the evil done to oneself. Love suffers the evil done to it and forgets it. Amen. You, you know, we talk about forgiveness. We've talked about it here before. You know, we're, if we're to be forgiven, we have to forgive. Well, I, I can forgive him, but I can't forget. Well, you can forget in the sense that you're not always thinking about it. It doesn't mean it, you, it wouldn't come to your mind every now and then that this person did such and such, but the way to stay free of that is say no, I have forgiven them by an act of my will. My emotions may get a little flustered, but my will says I have forgiven them and I stand on that in Jesus' name, amen? 
And over in 1 Thessalonians 5.15, it says this, See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. This is what we're supposed to do. If you say you love God and you say, well, I, mean, I can't do this. Yes, you can walk in love. Now, when you miss it, what do we have? We have 1 John 1, 9. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. You know, you confess your sins and he is faithful and just to forgive you and forgive me and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. You say, well, how do I know if I'm not walking? Have the Lord search your heart. David, you know, sometimes uh, deception can be uh, in, in any person's heart that they don't realize they're doing something that, that, that they shouldn't be doing or w would rather not do, and you're doing it anyway. David said, search my heart, O God, and see if there be any wicked way in me that I might not, what, sin against him. When you sin against others, you sin against God. So don't, don't be fooled into that. Ask God on a regular basis, am I doing something that, that causes strife, it causes division, causes anger, causes offense to somebody else? Help me not to do that, Lord. Show me where I might be doing that. Because we can all be uh, blindsided and blind, blind to our own problems, right? Goes on to say, love does not rejoice in iniquity. Unrighteousness, evil, wrongdoing, love does not take pleasure in unrighteousness and sin of others. It does not feed upon sin and wrong, nor does it pass along the stories of sin and wrong. You never have been around somebody, can't wait to tell somebody, some, what somebody else has done in the church. You hear what so-and-so did? It's almost like you're in glee because they've, they sinned and somehow that makes you feel better because you haven't done that. Well, we shouldn't be that way. Like I said earlier, love call, uh, covers a multitude of sins. And it, man's nature is too often fed the tragedy of evil, whether personal sin or natural disaster in the daily news. I mean, we look for that almost. You know, they used to say uh, 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 car races, you know, people went to car races to see the wrecks. Well, <laughs> they happen, but that isn't why you should go, amen? And you shouldn't look for evil every place. Here's what uh, Matthew 7, 3 says, And why behold thou uh, the mote that is in the brother's eye, but consider not the beam in thine own eye, or in your own eye. Amen? Get the, get the beam or the log out of your own eye. Don't, don't look, throw stones at somebody else, especially when you, when, uh, when you probably have something in your own life. Here's what another one says, Galatians 6, 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering oneself, lest thou also be tempted. Wow, what are we to do? We're to restore people. We're to help people get back in line. That's why we need accountability. That's why we need each other. We need to be in church <laughs> and in the, and, and, and the ministries of the church. You know, that's why it's important. Uh, it, it really is important. Here's... Uh, 1 Peter 5, 4, 8 says this, And above all things, have fervent love amongst yourselves, for love shall cover the multitude of sins. Love covers the multitude of sins. You know, we like to have our sins covered, right? Taken away. We have to do the same for our brothers and sisters. We shouldn't uh, uh, relish somebody else getting in trouble, having faults, having sins, you know. So, Love rejoices in truth. 
How about that? When the truth is known and when it prevails, rejoice is when others are recognized and promoted for whom, whom they are and for what they have contributed. Love rejoices when the truth is rooted and grounded in, in a, that a person among the people, uh, let me back up. Love rejoices when the truth is rooted and grounded in a person and among the people of the world. Note that the love never covers nor hides the truth. Love is courageous in that it faces the truth. Now, you know, it's important that we walk in truth. If you say you love God and don't want to hear the truth, you're not walking in love. Amen. Truth. <laughs> Jesus said what that in eight, Romans uh, uh, 8, 31 and 32, John 8, 31, 32. I'll get it in a minute. Uh, if you continue in my words, you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Truth will make you free. How many, uh, even today, with the media and people, lies are galore. You don't know what to believe. They're, right now we're in a campaign for, for uh, November elections, and I mean they're throwing shade at everybody on one campaign, campaign and turn right around and throw it on somebody else and you don't know what's true and what's not true. So that's why we can't depend on the, the news media necessarily. We got to get in the word of truth. Amen? Amen. It says in Ephesians 6.14, Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. In other words, you got to walk in truth. That's one of the uh, putting on the armor of God. You got to be walking in truth. Amen. Love bears all thing, things. The word bears means both to cover over things and bear up under things. Love does not uh, does both. It stands up under the weight and onslaught of all things and it covers up the faults of others. It has no pleasure in exposing the wrong and weaknesses of others. Love bears up under any neglect, abuse, ridicule, anything that is thrown against us. Amen. With all lowliness, this is Ephesians 4, 2, and 3, and meekness with long-suffering, uh, forbearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Another one is Colossians 3, 13. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have quarrel, a quarrel against any, even as Christ have gave you, so you do also. Amen. Love believes all things. We're running short on time here. But I'm like, in fact, I may just leave this till next week. But I hope you're getting this. If you say you love God and, and you don't walk in these things uh, that he's, he's talked about in 1 Corinthians 13, I would encourage you to go back and read that. Every day I heard Mark Hankins, I may have said this a couple weeks ago, Mark Hankins say that, Brother Hagen came to his church one time and, and said, had talked about this very thing. He said, you ought to read this every day. You ought to read 1 Corinthians 13 every day. It'll help you, remind you that what, how we're supposed to live and how we're supposed to walk. And so I would encourage you to do the very same thing because we want to walk in love. If we say we love God and we, and we love people and we love ourselves, we have to do these things. And we can do these things with the power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. Amen? Amen. I hope you're excited about what's going on. I hope you're walking in victory, but this is all part of it. So we just thank you. Thank the Lord tonight that we can do that. So, Father, we thank you for this time we've had together. We, I ask you to help me to walk in love. I hope, ask you to help each and every one that's in the, uh, hears this message and the sound of the, uh, what I'm talking about today. 
that they would be able to walk in the love of God. The love of God that's been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. We can do those things. And we can help influence others to do the very same thing too. So we just give you all the praise tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Good to be with you. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.